Hello, hello, and welcome back to Perfection Ponders, where I'm your host, Perfection, and I will be pondering. This is episode five, Confrontation. So hello, hello. If you've been with us, I know you've probably heard this about a billion times, but these next few episodes is just me talking about those uncomfortable feelings that we get and we really don't know what to do with because we were never told how to handle them, how to feel them, how to understand what they meant. So this is a space for that. We are approaching uncomfortable feelings. We are trying to understand why we feel the way we do. We are living in those feelings. And then we're trying to see how we should approach them and how we should handle them. Confrontation is a funny thing to me. Um, I'm actually pretty good with confrontation. I'm pretty good with constructive criticism. Even insults and stuff like that really go fly right over my head. It's been like that since I was a kid. Like, I remember I was in middle school one time and this girl was trying to bully me or whatever. And she was like, oh, perfection. Like, you're so weird. And I was like, yup. <laughs> like, I really don't care. I have no cares in the world of what other people think of me because I'm confident in myself. I mentioned this before, and maybe I should do an episode on confidence. But yeah, like, if you guys want a little more details on this, I talked about this stuff in my validation episode. But yeah, like, I'm a pretty secure person. So whenever it comes to confrontation, like, I know that whatever I have to offer is reasonable and understandable. And I'm always willing to listen to what the other person has to say because I have full confidence in myself. I don't think that anything that the person's going to say, I'm not immediately thinking that it's going to invalidate my opinion. That's not my first assumption. My first assumption is that, okay, they have something to contribute. They have something to say. Maybe they're expressing themselves. Maybe I can understand the situation better because I have confidence in myself. I don't see anybody as a rival or I don't see anybody as undermining my intelligence for the most part i know that i know how to have conflict with people in a constructive manner i know there's a lot of people actually i have a lot of people in my life who are afraid of confrontation who have told me that they were afraid of confrontation both people who i absolutely detest and people who i actually admire a lot are afraid of confrontation to the point where they would either completely shut down when they felt like they were being confronted or they would avoid confrontation as a whole, like the black plague, like they'll just dance around it. They will, they wouldn't address it. They'd be really uncomfortable, but they never bring it up or they just forget it happened. One thing that many people misunderstand, confrontation is not particularly a bad thing. You just disagree with someone. Disagreeing with someone is not a bad thing. It's okay. That's normal. You're not all going to agree on the same thing. One person likes carrots. One person likes celery. When you create the space where you can have those discussions, you realize that, oh, the person who likes carrots can have all the carrots that the person who likes celery doesn't want, and vice versa. So have those discussions. Talk about confrontation. You learn something, one. You get to defend your argument better, two. And you learn to compromise or agree to disagree. I know as a kid, the main thing was me not caring about other people's opinions overall. I, like I said, I'm pretty confident in myself, so I just couldn't care less what other people thought. Also, I'm just too lazy to give a, to give a shit about what other people think about me. Life is already hard enough. Why am I going to put your opinions at any level higher than all the other stresses that I have in my life? That's a waste of my time and energy, bro, for real. I don't know where that came from, truly. I think my mom, yeah, she feels as though she, what she has to say has validity. I think the people who are most afraid of confrontation 
come from a couple of situations. One could be you were raised in a household where there's a lot of argument and that just scares you. That kind of argument that you saw was unhealthy and oftentimes resulted in physical or mental violence and it was a traumatizing experience for you so you shy away from that. I've seen a lot of people gone through that and just struggled with confrontation as a result. Um, another place could be that again a lack of confidence you just don't think that your own arguments have validity so trying to confront somebody about it makes you feel insecure you got to get over that you got to jump that hurdle you got to acknowledge that that's not the case and honestly I feel like a lot of people are afflicted by these sentiments unfortunately I say unfortunately because it really prevents a lot of progression easy and accessible progression but people are just too caught up in their own pride and emotions to be that third party to like take yourself out of the situation approach it from a third person point of view we can be so much more progressive if we were comfortable with confrontation so i'm gonna give you a couple tips on how i approach confrontation right so yeah, first and foremost, you need to work on your confidence and your self-validation, self-confidence, self-validation. I'm not talking about being cocky. I'm not talking about always thinking that you're right, but you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe that whatever you have to say contributes to the conversation. You have to believe that what you have to say has value. So whether that is that you have to make sure that you actually do believe in your argument or that is that you just need to have more confidence in yourself and believe that your emotions and that your words and thoughts are valuable and valued. Whichever one it is, you need to work on that first and foremost. It's extremely important. Again, we could talk about self-confidence confidence, um, sometime down the line, maybe in the next coming episodes. Secondly, I would say you have to, this is vital, you have to learn to understand and interpret your own feelings and ideas. Truly, if you can't understand your own thoughts, how will anyone else? This is very important. If you need to watch a YouTube video on your feelings and why you feel the way you do or read a book, then read a book, do your research Try to understand your own thoughts. If you need to go to therapy, go to therapy. If you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. Talk to multiple people. Try to understand yourself. Start with the people you trust most if you need to, and then move forward with that. Open it up to other situations. Be comfortable with yourself. Understand yourself. That is so important. Third, I'd say, is you have to be willing to understand other people's perspective and not in comparison to your own ideas. You got to be able to truly understand ideas fully for what they are and not your interpretation of them. So when someone says, hey, um, today I was really upset uh, about the thing you did. You don't respond with, oh, well, it wasn't my intention to make you upset. No, because you're not listening. What, what the person is saying is that they felt upset. And what you're trying to do, your goal is to try to understand why they felt upset. Regardless of what your intention was, you want to understand where this person is coming from. You want to understand their ideas and their feelings. Because everything is about reciprocation. If you want people to understand you, you have to try to understand them. 
you got to take a third person perspective sometimes. So a lot of times you're going to hear these like I statements, like I feel this, I feel that. But some people, they haven't heard that terminology. So they're going to say, you made me feel this. You made me feel that. Sometimes you got to take that third person perspective and just pretend like it's not you and somebody else having an argument. Pretend like it's your friend who's having an argument with their friend, right? And they're just telling you about it, right? Pretend like you, your perspective, your opinion is the third party, is someone else. And look at it from a from a neutral standpoint when you're listening to other people. Don't cut people off when they're talking. Let them finish their thought. Cutting people off when they're talking is actually a really, like, manipulative strategy because if you catch somebody mid-thought and you cut them off with a question or something they're not going to be able to probably articulate themselves um you're throwing them off balance so it's just impossible somebody cuts you off mid-sentence you're not going to know what to do either you're not going to understand where the conversation is going so no it doesn't make you automatically right when you make somebody stumble let them finish their thought and actually put in the work to try to understand where they're coming from once they finish their thought, ask clarifying questions and repeat ideas for confirmation. So if a person told me, hey, um, earlier today uh, you made me upset because you didn't take out the trash, I'm going to say, so you're telling me that I didn't take out the trash this morning, so it, it made you feel upset earlier today. And then they will confirm for you yes or no. Exactly. That's how I was feeling. Or no, um, it wasn't that you didn't take out the trash. It's that I asked you to take out the trash and you didn't take out the trash. They'll clarify it for you. You know, so the problem isn't really that you didn't take out the trash. The problem is that they asked you to do them a favor and you didn't follow through. You promised you said you would. You didn't follow through. You asked them that and they're like, yes, that's the reason why I'm upset. It's important to try to understand the person. Once they finish their point, now it's time for you to think critically. So honestly, in whatever situation, the person who has the problem is the one who's going to bring it up. Whether it is you, whether it is the other person, whoever is going to bring it up. You let them fully understand themselves. Express them. If they ask you questions, they ask you why you did such and such. That is when the learning to understand yourself and how to interpret your own feelings and ideas, that's when that comes in handy because then you can express yourself. You can express, oh, uh, yeah, you did ask me to take the garbage out the other night, but I was running late for work and I, I didn't have the chance to grab the garbage. Easy communication. Instead of saying, hey, look, I don't know why it's such a big deal that you couldn't just do it. It's just taking out the trash. And so you avoid all of that by just explaining yourself, hey, look, I'm sorry, I was running late and I, it just didn't cross my mind and completely forgot. Boom. And now y'all both understand each other. The fourth word of advice I have for you is think critically and practice empathy. Think to yourself, ask yourself, can I understand where the other person is coming from? And furthermore, could I even validate those emotions had they been my own? So if you ask someone to do something for you and they just didn't do it, would you be upset? Would you get angry about it? Would it make you feel uncomfortable? Ask yourself, have I ever felt that way before? Was there ever a time when I asked you to do something and it made me upset that you didn't do it? And then you can think to yourself, okay, I understand your perspective. I've tried to communicate where I was coming from and why what happened happened. You can think to yourself, do they understand my concerns? Have I done a good job of communicating to them what went wrong? Again, the first idea of oh I don't understand why you're so upset is just taking out the trash that you didn't communicate yourself properly 
you're probably also upset because you were running late and now someone's upset with you about something that seemed like it wasn't that big of a deal. Where you explain that, hey, look, acknowledge, hey, I was running late and that was, a, that was my priority in the moment. In the moment, I was just trying to get to work and so I forgot. And then you can say, yeah, I had a stressful day at work too. So yeah, I do feel uncomfortable that you're bringing up this situation to me in this particular moment. Um, but I do understand your concerns. I see how what I did made you upset. You know, have that conversation. Try to be empathetic of their concerns, but also advocate for yourself and make sure that you're getting your points and your ideas across without being necessarily aggressive. Aggression will make people seize up. I know it's hard. I'm not perfect when it comes to that whole aggression part. And I think I communicate for myself pretty well. People often tend to get so caught up in their own agendas and their own ideas and their own feelings that they don't even give the moment to really understand where I'm coming from. And that's usually where the miscommunication comes from. But as long as you're advocating for yourself and you're also trying to understand the other person and both parties are doing this, I promise you every conflict will be handled so quickly and so peacefully there will be no remorse there will be no no underlying aggression you can get over things step by step just like that having easy and open communication so as you're thinking critically i want you to you ask yourself um do we need time to digest each other's perspective before making hasty decisions so like okay back to the garbage situation um i know that I'm upset I just got off of work and this is probably not the right time for me to be having this conversation I might say the wrong thing so as they come up to you express that hey look I'm genuinely not in a great mood right now and for me I know time frames always work so don't say hey we could talk about this later say hey I have a specific time when I think we could talk about this right now is not a good time if you could give me an hour to like take a shower to relax to calm down I'll come back and we can have this conversation because right now I don't think that I could be the best counterpart in this conversation advocate for yourself explain things to people be open understand yourself so that you can communicate and advocate for yourself but don't be hasty because once you destroy the trust that you have with someone, it can be really hard, really, 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 really hard to recover that. So try to be considerate, empathetic. Try to think about the things that you do, the way you say them. And if you need a moment to separate, make that statement. Say that. And then, in the end, I'll be all, can we compromise? Can we compromise or do we should we just agree to disagree? Let's say she says, oh, okay, honestly speaking, it's not the garbage. It's the fact that I asked you to do something, you didn't do it. And then you'd be like, okay, I understand that. I will make an effort in the future that every time you ask me to do something and I agree to do it, that I actually follow through. And if I don't, I will give you a heads up. I will let you know, hey, look, I'm, for example, the situation, hey, look, I'm running late. I'm so sorry. I'm, I forgot. I wasn't able to take out the trash today. In those situations, you can ask. Again, it's a compromise. So in the situations where I do not accomplish what you've asked me to do after I've agreed to do so, could you remind me of the thing that I forgot to do before getting angry to see why it was that I didn't do that thing? Everything you do is about discussion. And then if not, and let's say it's another situation, you guys have different political views and there's no common ground you could come on, then you can agree to disagree. Life is life, man. You can make it a lot easier than it already is. 
I know I already said this a moment ago, but I, I also want to readjust this as a specific point as well. This is what, like the fifth point, I guess, something like that. Um, time and place. Time and place is everything. If you're not in the right state of mind, let that person know. Tell them that there is a better time where you can have this conversation. It is crucial in fostering healthy relationships. Communication is crucial. If you can't have a conversation in that moment, you don't need to. Just address it. Communication is more than just spilling your heart out to someone. Communication is telling someone in this moment in time how you feel, even if it's just a brief feeling, and acknowledging situations, making time for situations. You don't have to address things immediately, but you can make time for them. Hey, look, like I said before, give me an hour so I could decompress and we can talk about this. Or maybe we could talk about this tomorrow because in a moment I have something really important to do and it's going to stress me out for the rest of the day. But make that time for it. If you really care about that person, you will make that time for that person. Doesn't mean that you have to address it immediately. A lot of times they're pretty small, they're pretty simple, and you can't address them immediately. So if you can, do so. But what's most important is maintaining that healthy relationship, the respect, the kindness, the trust. That's your that's your goal here. And you can do that while facing confrontation. Confrontation shouldn't have to be scary. If you don't know how to guide yourself through these uh through these confront to these confrontations, then yeah, it can be a scary thing. Look it up, do the research. There's so much information out there on how to how to have a disagreement um without offending someone. Or at least in hopes to create progress and to actually grow from it and to actually gain something from it and as opposed to just venting or yeah or belittling someone in the process you guys got this i believe y'all are capable i would also like to address that yes indeed there are times there will always be times for every conversation that we have on here there will always be times where people will not be capable they will not be able to meet you on your level. They will not be able to have these conversations with you in a productive manner. There's always the option to walk away. It really doesn't matter who the person is. It doesn't. Life is short. There's always the option to walk away. And there's always the option to enlighten. So if you feel like this person is willing to learn, is as passionate about the relationship as you are, then you can give them the resources they need to better understand themselves so that you guys can have this conversation. A huge part of relationships is growing together and teaching each other. Um, so you can do that for them. If you really care, if you're really genuinely about that relationship, if you want it to work and they are too, they should be more than willing to be able to learn so that you guys can communicate better. But it's also about delivery. So good luck, guys. I think, again, I think you guys are truly capable. Um, once you get the hang of it, it's so much easier. And like I said, start small. Start with someone you trust. And then just do it all the time with everyone and anyone, whenever you can. I'm not saying pick an argument all the time. But, like, for all of these, practice it in everyday life. Don't keep it to specific situations because you just want that one situation to work out. No, like, it's all about practice. Make it a way of life. Eh, I don't think it's too difficult. I don't think it's too much of a sacrifice. Good luck, guys. I'll see you around.